You know what's funny to me? Hmm. What well, while I was watching the beginning of the episode, I was just like, "Oh, there goes Brad again, being fucking paranoid again." God, he always plays a paranoid ass game. Not necessarily a scared game, but definitely a paranoid motherfucker. And it wasn't until later on in an episode I realized he probably was a little right. But I found it fucking hilarious that as soon as people offered themselves up, they're like, okay, yeah, we'll take it. Well, of course they will. Why would you be like, why would you say no to somebody who's like, yeah, let me go in? They're going to be like, no, I want to send somebody else in. Come like, on. I, like, I get it. Brad didn't like the fact that, you know, he didn't have a lot of say. And Brad and- threw two of his sabotages onto MJ. That's what I'm saying. But he wants to blame other people because he didn't win the daily. Exactly. So now MJ is coming for him. Dude, you threw sabotages on him. Had you thrown sabotages on Jordan or somebody else, that wouldn't have mattered. And more than one thing could be true. Because one, dude, you had it coming. You've been attacking MJ from the beginning. That's one. But two, this problem... Don't blame West for your shit. But this problem is also fixed by having Brad win, win that... uh win that daily if brad wins the daily and mj's going in he's pretty safe yeah it, but if actually, mj it, stays do you think that mj's not going to come after him next week no then he M- has to win every single day until MJ, mj goes home mj is still MJ going home. in mj is still going in but he can't pick brad but yeah what if he wins and he comes back next week and goes <laughs> after him then that's a bridge you cross when you get to it but i'm just saying but i'm just saying if you're going to target he's brad, being a little I'm, bit selfish I mean, it's a selfish game. All right. Let's go ahead and bring it in. What's really good, potsters? Welcome to another episode of Love, War, Challenges. I am MTV Malik. She is Becky at Gift Master Bex. What's really good? Gang, 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 gang. First off, I want to start this episode by giving a big shout out to Chico Spares. He sent me a little gift package. I just received it. Me Super too. Super awesome. Thank you so much, Chico. Oh, you got one too? Yeah, stickers, right? Uh, yeah, my stupid ass over here thinking I'm a special. Look at you, Chico, giving out stickers to everybody. It's you because stick- he loves us. Because he's a sticker slut. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> but I really appreciate it. I'm over um, here talking about how he loves us. You're like, he's a slut. slut. Really? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we got the we got the packages. Thank you so much. We love them. They're gonna end up on my laptop. Uh, my laptop is actually starting to get kind of crowded with stickers. I'm actually running out of room. So I put it on the back of I put one of them on the back of my phone case, and which I messaged him and I said he should be very honored. I don't put things on the back of my phone cases. Dopeness. I don't check the mail as often as I should. So every, so I check it like two or three times a month, and there's always just a gang of shit in there. So. But I really, really love that. Want to give a big shout out to the Unbothered Challenge Facebook group. Uh, that's our home group. You'll always see us in there. I'm not as active as I should be, but I do always watch it. So I, don't, I should comment more, but I'm, I'm always in there. Love those guys. Um, big shout You'll out You'll see a to, lot of my likes if you post. I will like your stuff. <laughs> uh, big shout out to um, uh, Joe, Nadine, and Tia. Um, big shout out to Gamer Vav. That's the homie. Make sure you guys visit. Uh... He's your homie, not my homie. <laughs> you got beef for Gamer? He, they blocked me. I've well, been probably... blocked. They don't well, like me. You probably had it coming. Ga- Gamer doesn't block indiscriminately. <laughs> 
I would I like to know is it because the- it was because I was going through a phase and not liking Marie a little bit, so then he got mad. Because well, I was I was because Marie was how being an asshole, which she does on occasion. <laughs> Let's just be honest, well, she admits her assholey ways. Well, doesn't mean I don't you. love her. <laughs> Leave Marie to fuck alone. I ain't never I, I block me. <laughs> I ain't Moving never going to leave anybody alone. <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and jump into episode five of The Challenge, All-Stars, season three. Uh, sad to hear, Kendu and Darrell is gone. So much for Road Rules Campus Crawl. That fucking sucks. I'm super, super bummed out about that. But, but we did get Beth. <laughs> Mom and dad are home. <laughs> <laughs> so... Kendo, since she has returned on All Stars, has actually been kicking a whole lot of ass. And most people are scared of her as they should be. But uh, does Beth take it or Kendo prefer any of the girls? Do any of the girls. Nobody's scared of Beth. It's just they they don't like her because she she gets on people's nerves. I think it's just because she's got one of those personalities that you either love or you hate. And it leans a little bit more towards hate most of the time because she just, especially for TV, she she plays up her character to the tens when she should bring it to a nine or an eight or a five or a two. See, the thing is, from everything I, everything I know about Beth, I've only known from the challenge. And I have come to accept that the challenge are parody versions of themselves. I don't think anybody is truly themselves. Once that camera is on them, I think everybody kind of plays a hyped up version of themselves, which is totally okay. And it's, I accept it and it's kind of of expected, but nothing I've seen from Beth would make me, I mean, up until the beginning of this episode, none of it would make me think that she's a good person at all. I mean, like I said, I don't think anybody has a relationship outside of the game with her. Like, nobody's like, yeah, me and Beth chill, you know, this has (laughs) no bearing on what other people think of her. From what I've seen from her, from her years on TV, and, and mind you, that is, uh, you know, obviously an, uh, uh, a skew view of Beth. But from what I've seen, there's not a lot to like. Well, here's the thing. Like, there are people who are assholes. Um, Johnny, even Wes, Jordan, all these other people who relatively in this game are not necessarily nice or... It's, it's not about being or, nice. But, but no, but uh, asshole players. So, or are obnoxious or take shit too far, especially Johnny and Jordan at a times just take it way too far. But they still have friends outside of the game. They still have people that they hang out with that they're cool with that say in the, and even Brad said it, in the game, Wes is too much. He's, we're, we're great outside of this game. So Beth just seems like the kind of person who can't separate game from real life kind of situation in my yeah. opinion just seems Didn't like they used to say that about Kara. yeah but Kara was a little bit i think that was just her real personality <laughs> and she just didn't know how to be this extra uh actress or maybe she did play up the crying i don't know i just it always <sighs> seemed really real to me which maybe would piss people off but that was me i, I always thought it looked really real so I think that's truly her. And I think this is truly Beth. This is who she is. But moving on, Beth and Kellyanne decide that they're going to have to click up. 
Now, the remaining girls in the house is that that's not aligned with the treehouse is going to be uh, Naya and Janae. Am I'm I so any other girls? sick of these names. I'm I'm okay with it. You click up. You got a name to refer to yourself it's as. The, uh, oh, the treehouse is safe. Oh, the treehouse. If I hear tree, seriously, it should be a drinking game. For how many times they start talking about the treehouse? Shut the fuck up. You know, it may not click with an audience, but it definitely clicks with them. And the name has meaning behind them. But but it, it's lame. not so much. It, it, yes, the name itself might be might be lame. But the fact that you guys have a name. It's, it's actually very helpful inside the house. It's because of fucking Kayla and Sylvia. Ooh, let's be the dolphins. Oh, let's be the lavender because, ladies. You know what she's doing? <laughs> she's working TV. Big Brother does it every year. When when the game gets split up between two or three groups, they're all referring to themselves as something. It, it's, it's tried and true, and it works. It also says to watch me that Kayla watch. neither do I. But I think Kayla does. I, I think she, wouldn't I, be surprised. I, Yes, wouldn't be surprised at all. She'll probably do great on Big Brother. But Ugh. do the remaining girls in the house clicking up and the remaining girls, I mean, outside of the treehouse, and that's going to be Beth, Kellyanne, uh, Naya, and Janae. Do you think they have a chance of rivaling the treehouse? Um, I don't think so. Beth has too much of a volatile character. I don't think anybody will truly ever really pair up with her um, into a point where they will trust her. To that degree, I don't think it'll happen. John A and everybody else is kind of separated with just, I think she's just more focused on being teamed up with MJ. I don't see her really caring about having alliances with anybody else. Well, the thing is, they're not winning enough dailies. They're going to have to win some dailies and put them on the menu if they're going to get ahead. They're not winning enough. If somebody from the treehouse is winning every time it ended up in the authority well, and one of your guys is losing, Look at what happened in this daily. Like, it was because they had more numbers that they were able to win. And instead of looking at it and going, ooh, da-da, we need to start working as a team because they're obviously coming all for us and it's like a group of them. They they went well, off and did their own fucking thing. Like, idiots. Absolutely. But, but here goes the funny thing is, were they bound to lose that one? Yes, but it could have been a lot closer and they could have gave a chance if they had some type of organization and if they work together to some degree. You got two people working together and the other two are doing God knows who the fuck what. Naya, get it together. Join an alliance. So speaking of alliance, uh, right before the daily, Wes tries to slide it into the opening that Darrell's departures gave him. And that's going to be clicking up with uh, Brad, uh, Derek, and uh, Mark. Nehemiah. Mark. I mean, you do, uh, uh, yeah, Mark. And then Nehemiah is in there too, a little bit more on the fringe, but but he's in there too. Well, Nehemiah uh, and him are are, are going to be friends anyway because they're they're just that close in in life. Of course, and of course, Wes immediately wants to put yes, MJ and Jordan on the menu. Now, one of the things that really stuck out to me while he was talking about this is just how different the uh, the strengths are, but uh, between the alliances between the men. And the females. And are you surprised at this point, you know, an alliance like, you know, the West Brad, Mark thing, and the Treehouse aren't actually working in tandem? I think I think that's, that was, that's a huge miss on them. Because they could run the game 100% if they just did that. But it's, it's always, it always strikes me as crazy when you see some of these older people coming back at All-Stars and it's like they don't know how to play this game. 
it's I mean the older people I mean the reason why they come back is they have to be watching like you're not watching how the new seasons are played you're not seeing how but but the also setup the is good, now. listen the the challenge is great at reinventing the wheel and staying relevant but overall realistically the game hasn't changed that much these huge lapses in judgment it's it's really embarrassing for the OG staff and and you know that's really like you know like Kendall too who who makes these who who makes these moves that don't make any sense are people like Naya who's sitting out who's sitting around and playing the sidelines instead of being proactive. It just boggles my mind that all of these OGs are getting outshined by, you know, the fucking Kaylas and Sylvia's. I mean, they just honestly well Kayla and Sylvia do have like a bond that can't be broken. And, it's not about the bond. It's about the gameplay. But they're bond together, and then they bring people around them that they will know that are going to stick with them. Like, let's just be honest. Veronica goes where the wind blows. She's going to see who's going to be the strongest, so she's going to follow that larger group. That's just what she's going to do. I mean... But she's playing the game. Playing the I was going to well. say, I was like, Veronica's an OG, and she easily could go with the OGs, but instead of going with the OGs, she goes into this other grouping. Um even though a good portion of that grouping is OGs, like Ronnie's in there. Um, it was Tina and it was um, Jemmy, which I guess they could be considered. But Jemmy also had a strong bond with Sylvia and Kayla. So there was no way that that were going to break up the three musketeers without either sending them home or what happened with Kayla uh, to, to Jemmy where she had to go home. No doubt. Let's go ahead and move on to the daily. Before we get to the daily, TJ, Let's 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 the crew know that the authority from here on out is only going to have two people, who are they going to vote directly into elimination, and once they're in elimination, they can call out whoever they want. Now this is a massive, massive change, uh, in the power structure and how we're going to do eliminations. Uh, in your opinion, does is this going to change things, uh, for the for the good or for the bad when it comes to the show? I think it's going to make it messier, which I am all here for, um, because they said it right out. Like, nobody is safe. So you want to get Kellyanne out. So you vote in Kellyanne. Now you have to run the risk of Kellyanne going after one of your alliance members, who is a strong competitor, who could basically knock out your people one by one if she puts her focus onto it. So it's. It's a game changer, and it works against bigger alliances. So I kind of like it. Um, I am a little bit sad that it's not the last person that gets sent in. Because <laughs> I do think that that is one of, the, um, one of the things that always should happen. Like, the person who's last should always have to go into elimination. You've got last place. You're in elimination. But... Yes, uh, and, and I'm, I I agree with you. Traditionally, I love it when last last place people automatically go in. It's one of the most fairest things that can happen. Even though we all know these dailies can be, you know, you can have people gang up, and we actually see that in in this daily. But there's such a great great component that comes in reality TV, specifically the challenge, when people are able to call out who they want. I Winners, love that. I love, I love it so that. Much. I love it so much. And I think it was, was it Vendettas that had that uh, format? It was either Vendettas or Final Reckoning. Final Reckoning. 
But you could only choose the people who voted you in. Yes, even be- even better, so, even fucking better. Yeah. So if you got if you voted that person in, then you would be eligible unless you won, obviously. But um, yeah, and um, it was like the duel, right, where you can pick your own. Right. And um, so what was the war? The, was it a war of the worlds? I'm not sure. I can't recall. Where you but, could choose your own. I'm not 100 percent on that one. Oh no, never mind. They were they were voted in by the tribunal. I the, yeah, lied. The, and the, the troika and all that shit. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. They moving were. on. <laughs> so the name of the game is going to be sidetracked, and the sabotage is going to be having the ring. So, so the game is sidetracked. Pretty much, uh, you got to race on the track. You got to grab your opponent's ring, and you got to do you know a ring toss onto this guy. Everybody got five pegs. Uh, and the sabotage gets to add a ring right onto the ops board. So Kayla puts it on Beth, and Brad, unsurprisingly, puts it on MJ. Now I don't know what we're, I don't know what we're gonna call this alliance of Mark, Brad, and Wes, but I'm just I'm just gonna refer to them as uh, the old guys. Uh, old <laughs> the guys OGs. Decided, <laughs> the, <laughs> the OGs. Uh, they decided they're gonna target MJ and Jordan, which is a really really smart move, and they're going to let Mark win. And this doesn't sit right with Brad is throwing a fucking fit this whole entire time. Now, for some reason, when MJ sits out in his in- interview, he's like, oh, I overheard rumblings that Mark is going to win. And it's just like, how fucking loud were they talking? Was this not done in secret? How does he already know? And I know the interviews are done afterwards, but still. I, I wonder, was he bullshitted or did he really know beforehand? I think MJ knew where the wind was blowing. Yeah, it, it, you would you would literally be dumb not to think that you would be the one that they chose because it's an easy mark because you had the um, sabotage on you and technically you were the first one out. It's an easy way to say you were the last you were the first one out. You were sabotaged. It ruffles the least amount of feathers. The only person that seems to get upset about it is um, John A. So. Oh, real upset about it. And uh, actually, during this daily is when she first says that, like, you know, hey, me and MJ are really, really close because we won together. And, you know, she explains why they're close, I'm, you know, because this is definitely going to come out later. But this elimination goes <laughs> about the way we, th- we thought it was going to go. MJ gets knocked out first, uh, then Jordan, then yes. And then, you know, Mark just stops putting in any type of fucking energy whatsoever. Uh, 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 Brad actually goes rogue a little bit and he's actually trying to get the win which in hindsight was actually probably smart for him because you know you got to protect your own game you know fuck it if, if, if who's the winner um that goes the way it goes but mark ends up knocking out brad uh when it gets to the woman you got naya not really targeting anyone uh Janae, uh hits beth rank and oh my god the fucking travesty how dare you put a ring on mine and this game was really, really cool because you got to see where a lot of people stood, and so many people got pissy at such little things. Ronnie took every fucking ring fucking personally, you know? Taylor was going really, really hard, but she still got knocked out by Sylvia. Kellyanne was knocked out immediately after Beth. And uh, Beth throws another dig at Jane here. It goes, uh, uh, Jane is a cheater in so many ways. And bum, bum, God. bum. 
Right? Such a bug up her ass. She's been in the house for a week. What have you, what have you seen, Beth? Exactly. <laughs> or, 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 or what the fuck do you know? Anyway. I want to so, know. I want the tea, Beth. Let it out. Sylvia ends up knocking out Veronica, and she's going to get the win for the female. So the winners are going to be Veronica and Mark. Uh, the number one losers are going to be MJ and Beth. So Shocker. TJ lets them know. Everybody has to pack because anybody could get called out. When they get back to the house, the treehouse is split on Beth because they now realize, yeah, we're calling Beth, but she can call out any one of us. But now, even though one person in the alliance is safe, everybody else is on the menu. Once again, very, very good shit. Really that scared of Beth? Come on now. Yeah, I don't see why anybody would be. I'm just um, going to call me out. Gosh, Kayla, grow some balls. So uh, let's, let's talk overview on this daily. Um, I really like the daily merely for the social aspect, having people put their rings and, and I think the, I, I think the challenge could actually really benefit from more types of challenges like this because it shows where everybody is to a certain degree, even within alliances, because you can see who's getting taken out of the alliances first. And I think that that is very, very telling. Well, I mean, so, they also did not know. Until the end that the person gets to choose who they go against. So I think that they thought they might legitimately still be safe um, without that. Announce twi- that they the announced beginning? it at the end. They announced it at the end of it. Them. And that's why I'm, everybody's like, oh, no, I didn't know that. Which is I'm so curious to see how this is really going to play out um, um, during, during future dailies, too. I mean, I think people at the end of the day are, it, it's, it's the same thing that CT has said openly. I will protect you to a point until it's going to affect my game and I can no longer protect you anymore. And after that, you know, all men, all women for themselves. So all persons for themselves. So I think that's- Speaking of which- I cannot wait until the treehouse implodes on this on, on themselves. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Polly, and you're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Cara Maria. This is a shout out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. We are totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. It is going to be mag fucking Well, there's not that many of happen. them left. Yeah, but there's still like five deep. Do you think that maybe, well, oh God, I forgot. Technically, Derek's a part of the house, isn't he? Uh, well, he's in the same room. But he's aligned with the old guys. He's with um, Mark, Wes, and Brad. Yeah, I was thinking about that earlier. I was like, he's all up in the treehouse. Is he, is he, is he an alliance member? Or he might be a silent partner. Yeah, yeah, I, I think he's more of a silent partner. I think he's kind of protecting them on the back end a little bit. But we haven't seen him in the authority like that. So he hasn't really, he's just been kind of participating. I'm actually surprised we're not seeing more of Derek and his energy. I think that'd be really great to see him come out. But I think he needs more physical elimination. I think he, he is flying under the radar because he does not want to see an elimination. Facts. And under the radar games have really been coming out on top for the past couple of seasons. But moving on to club night, 
Yes points out that while they're out at the club, nobody is dancing, everybody's politicking, everybody is stressed out. I, and, I've, I've watched everybody go in there and everybody's off in their corners, staring off into the distance. Like, yeah, <laughs> everybody's like, politicking. Stressed um, the fuck out. <laughs> right, and, and, and this is where we, uh, once again, see the effects of coronavirus because obviously they had this place cleared out for the staff, I mean, for, you know, for the cast. And, you know, if this was a regular club, other people would be around, you know, to uh, to interact with while these things are going off in the corners. But now that there's no other people to kind of mask all of this that's going on, everybody's just off in the corners. Nobody's trying to do the fucking, uh, nobody's trying to do the Dougie or walk it out or anything like that. Well, you also got to think, like, look at what happened with John A. She eavesdropped like a motherfucker onto other people's conversations which would be harder if there were more people around or possibly easier because it'd be easier to hide your, in, you know, sneaking up, listening to what other people are saying. But Exactly. The DJ probably turned the volume down on the music a little bit. And once everybody starts get, getting a couple of drinks in them, they start talking a little bit more louder and they have a little bit of emotion in their voice. So that shit travels. So it was funny because... You know, Beth sits down and they're like, hey, you know, we vote you. You know, she sits down with uh, Mark and Sylvia. And like, hey, you know, we throw you in. Who would you pick? She's like, oh, Kayla and John A. And they're like, all right, well, you know, why John A? Like, oh, you know, she, she's a dirty player. And she's been cheating on her husband with MJ. Now, it's funny because when John A came up and sat down, I wasn't sure if she actually heard that part. I don't think she did. I think she, she just did. heard her name. Right. That's what I think. Because I think it would have been a lot more explosive if she did. And, of of course, Beth, she doesn't say that she's shit starting. It's not like when Paulie said that shit to Brad about um, <laughs> Brittany. Out know? in the open. Yeah. He said on camera, he was just like, I'm, he, and he told Brittany, he's like, I'm going to use this as, you know, to maneuver politically in the house. You know, Beth didn't really say that. She's like, oh, I'm just looking to, you know, shake some shit up or start some shit. Uh, so, yeah, I don't really think that, because she didn't react to that the way that I thought she would have reacted to that if somebody said, oh, you're cheating on your husband. But this is case in point. That's, it's one thing to say things and mess with people or, or, you know, to manipulate them or whatever. And I get that. That's all fair gameplay. You cheat, you saying somebody is cheating on their husband on fucking TV, you're playing with real life shit. I'm not going to lie. It looks really bad. And all reality, just because, and and you're right, because it may seem that way to some degree, you know, you could fuck up people's marriages. Somebody, you know, these people have children. You know, that's fucked up. I mean, John A. season one was just out of, you know, having a baby. Right. And, And pretty much Beth, she kind of alludes to the fact that, oh, I'm just shaking things up or whatever. But she doesn't flat out deny it. Like, when Paulie did it, first off, they're not married. This, this is their first season fucking, you know? Well, the technically stakes, they're second. The, right. But their stakes were was really, really low. You know what I mean? And he made it clear on TV in the interviews that that's what it was being used for. You know what I mean? No, Beth he knew. doesn't do that. Right. And... And don't get me wrong, was it the nice thing to do? No, but that made it a gameplay move. This seems vicious. I think Beth, uh, I think Beth crossed the line. Um, 
I think Beth pushed out rumors. Uh, and I'm sure by the way they act around each other, uh, they're not the only one thinking that they're probably sneaking off into a broom closet somewhere. But Listen, it's, it's, but the Jarnay thing is, is denied, but Jarnay denied the affair, MJ denied the affair, and I believe him. Nobody has shown a single shred of evidence or proof that this even could have happened. They won together. It's okay for them to be close. How close are a lot of the other teams that won together? Rivals put a lot of these teams together. And once they won together, how much of those rivals picked up afterwards? <laughs> Very few. Kenny and, <laughs> Kenny and Wes was by far the funniest. They did the whole thing. They almost, they could have won this whole thing right after. Like, fuck you, fuck you. That was great. They didn't, they didn't Well, I mean, it. let's see. Wes and CT were really good. Laurel and Cara were good for a while until their yeah. things fell apart. So I want to say Evelyn and Paula may still be cool because they got along really well during their mo- Most of them are. And this just fucking crossed the line. It didn't sit well with me. She didn't offer any proof or any way. How would she even know this? Who are you talking to? Rumor. Who are you talking to that slid you this? Exactly. Fucking bullshit. And like I said. But I'm sure last high. season they probably had rumors about them too. So. Right. But like I said, you're saying this on TV, the stakes were too high for you to, to do this. It was fucked up. This is why I think Beth is a shit person. And I thought she was a shit person before. I mean, I think she said out loud what a lot of people were thinking. But, but, you are right. That is not her place to put it out there as if it's a fact. You know, it, it the thing is that she was out there saying specifically in a way of saying, I know that they're cheating versus saying they look like they're a little bit too affectionate and it makes me uncomfortable kind of a situation, which is right. insinuating, but not saying it out loud. But Beth, is, the thing is, is you knew Beth was full of shit the minute that she sat next to her and said, what's your problem with me? Instead of her being like, you're a cheater and I don't like it. And I think you're cheating on your husband. She was just like, I just don't like the way you play the no, game. <laughs> that makes Beth Backtracking pussy. like a bitch. That makes her a pussy. Mm-hmm. And all reality, I have, and like I said, I only know from what I've seen on TV, and Beth seems to me to be a fucking shit human being. But moving on. Agreed. Next day, <laughs> Brad is bitching about his deal. So bad that Brad is bothered by this, he <laughs> wakes up Wes and Mark and has to have a talk. And Wes, say what you want about Wes. Wes did some real G shit. Offers himself up. He says, he says, if it's going to make you feel better, if it's going to make you feel safe, I will go out there, put me in. Do you think it was calculated, though? Do you think he yes. was like, oh, oh, absolutely. you know what? Absolutely. I have a very absolutely. high likelihood of winning. No, it, absolutely it was. It was low risk, high reward. As soon as he was woken up, he knew what it was about. But he probably already thought about this before going to bed. And so he says himself, if I get thrown in, I have the opportunity to call people out. This several people. Wes is one of Wes is the best elimination specialist in the challenge history. As great as Jordan is, Wes is even better than that. He's got the track Wes record Wizzy to run things. through it. And Wes has beaten many of the greats. And in and, and a myriad of ways. And he's he worked, so he has the advantage here. 
of going in. He secures his place in his alliance. He secures a relationship. And he gets to see the elimination and gets to kind of think about who he wants to go in, even though one person is very clear of who, of who he will want to target. Maybe somebody who's never been in elimination. This was a brilliant move by Wes. I mean, I he think he was going to choose yes either way because yes is they're about the same size. He is untested really right. in these eliminations and he he really doesn't know how the newer eliminations work. So you could tell by the way he was acting in that elimination, he he went he had the completely wrong strategy. But uh yes, but but here goes another thing about about Wes um choosing to put himself in. This is probably the one move that he made this whole game. Besides just flat out saying, I want to move into Darrell's spot in this alliance. That move right there is probably going to win the game for him. And I'll tell you why. One, he has stars. Who the fuck is going to want to call him out? Jordan is probably the only person who would intentionally call out Wes. He has a lot of friends there who are just going to avoid him just off of the relationship alone. I Unless they're absolutely forced to. I he honestly, has winning this elimination. He can skate to the finals. Who's I, gonna call him out? Who's gonna put him in? I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I can't even see Jordan calling out Wes. Jordan is a lot of things. The only time he ever called out somebody, he learned from his mistake when he called out Bananas and went into that elimination and lost to Bananas during that. Uh, during what was it? It was thirty. No, it's uh twenty five free agents. Free agents. Okay, so. He learned from that. He's not going to go intentionally against somebody who has such an amazing record. At the end of the day, Wes is one person you don't want to see an elimination on the male side. But if anybody could beat him, it would be a Jordan. Unfortunately. Right. And, and, and like I said, Jordan may be the only one at this point who's even willing to call him out. Maybe MJ, but MJ will probably will. just go for somebody else. MJ would probably go after just he's not going to be at the top of anybody's list. This was a great move by him. MJ's going to uh, go moving, after Brad, period. Is this going to always be Brad? Yeah, 100%. So, go ahead and move on to the move on to the elimination. The elimination is going to be called knockoff. We've seen something like this before, but basically they're going to be suspended 30 feet in the air. They got these giant pegs. They got to push through. Uh, Jane calls out Beth, and then we see footage of her telling um, Sylvia to, like, she would rather have the power. And that's great for the fucking treehouse, by the way. Um, yeah, I, now, I, even though it was a great idea for Wes to do it, I don't think it was a great idea for Jane to bring it up. I think Jane has enough confidence to go against someone like Beth. I mean, it's I, I, not like... I think so, too. But her reward... but. For Wes, it was low risk, high reward. This one is a high risk, low reward. Um, I definitely would have pushed to vote Beth in. And playing this game is simple. Sylvia says, "Hey, who who are you going to go for if I put you? I'm going for Kayla. I'm going for your number one. That's what I'm getting. Like if I was MJ and Mark was talking to me, hey, who are you going for? And he goes, you know, Brad. I would have said Wes." Because if you say you're going for Wes, Wes will fucking fedangle whatever he has to to keep his name out of people's mouth. I would have only said Wes. Who do you want to take out? Fucking Wes. I'm going for Wes. 100% Wes. Wes would go into panic and start making deals. <laughs> so, you know, that's how I would have played it a little bit differently. 
But they get down there. Janae calls out Beth. Wes calls out Yes, which is an excellent fucking move. You take out a rival, you secure your place, and you build so much fucking social currency. Let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, the ladies <laughs> are going first. Sorry, uh, with, with the way, uh, I just had to bring up the way that TJ was just like, what the fuck are you talking about? When yes, it's like, he's like, how do you feel about this? I'm just trying to bring integrity and fair oh, gameplay. Yeah. And TJ's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, Wes was, and Wes was like, yeah, even TJ knows you're full of shit. And I think that's actually very telling because yes, it's kind of full of shit. So pompous, get off your high horse. You know, I get it. You're a good guy. But I think Wes was right. It's like, yo, you you portray yourself as being this holier-than-thou motherfucker. And, yo, you're in the mud with the rest of us. Stop acting like you're better than me. I think that's that's the problem that Wes had with it. Um, The the, the female elimination between John A. and Beth did not... I could not have seen this coming. Um, they're, You know, they're both going at it. John A. looks like she's getting the better of her, but... You know, nothing crazy. MJ is obviously helping Jane because this bitch just, you know, is trying to ruin you guys' marriages. And then Beth just says, I quit. This game has become nasty, and I don't want to play it anymore. I'm not interested in playing this game anymore. Bitch, why did it become nasty? Did you accuse somebody of cheating on their husband? This game is so nasty. Bitch, you made it nasty. And then she gets boot, and then she fucking quits, and then tells TJ, yeah, I'm, I'm going to work on the heights thing. It's not about heights. You're a fucking quitter. And I was so fucking disgusted. It's it, it, the, She's a waste. whole entire presence. Yeah, it, it is a waste. You're taking somebody's spot who wants to be. You're quitting like a little bitch because you know you're about to lose. The fact that and, they didn't bring a strong competitor, like a cook or a Laurel or anyone... Besides Beth. I understand she's an OG, and I understand she's a shitster, but... No, send, send her home, don't bring her back. She's there for two episodes to go home? Like, she would, she didn't even do anything. And even her ed, even her interviews, like, I don't even remember seeing, like, I think I saw, what, one or two interviews on her? And they were lame. It wasn't even yeah. worth it. She brought all of this nastiness into the game and had the nerve to fucking bitch about it when the people who she was the most nastiest to work against her. It was completely inappropriate. It was a completely miscasting. The whole bombshell of John A sleeping with MJ wasn't worth her presence. They made it seem like it was going to be a bigger thing in the previews. Like like there was going to be some sort of proof or some shit like that. The way the preview came... They denied it and no proof exists. Fucking bullshit. And I I hope... I hope to never see Beth on the fucking challenge again. I'm Anticlimactic good. as fuck. Yes. Now, let's go ahead and move on to the men. The main event. It's going to be Wes versus Yes. Um, they both battled it out. They went for, I believe, almost an hour. Um, but it came down to just, just, just the strategy. Yes was popping shit the whole time, tiring himself out. Stupid Wes move. took his time, um, used his senses, and was way more aggressive at the right times and beat out beat out yes. And I thought yes for his first elimination. I thought he put up a very good fight. I mean they were at it for a while. Yes, I thought it was a very good elimination. Wes gets to win. But one of the things I love the most out of all of the shit talking, out of out of all of the back and forth, and yes took the first swing at, at Wes. But 
Yes, lost graciously, and West won with class. And I'd love to see that shit. You know what I mean? West has always won very well. Uh, Not all the time. West has gotten up from a couple of victories and start yelling at the podium. He has done it before when when it has called for it. And When was the last time? I swear, I'm trying to remember when he's done this. Because I always felt he won well. He's done it several times. Um, fucking, um... Um, the duel where he went in a whole bunch of times. He popped up and he was tight after a couple of those. Oh, but fresh meat. He did that a lot, but that was his first season, so I give him that. But you know, and 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 that's okay. Um, I really love how they brought it to an end and they brought it to a conclusion. I don't really see this rivalry extending past this. I'm not sure if we're going to see yes again. I think Are yes, we- reluctantly respect West. And this is it, the funny thing is the nice thing is, is I'm not going to get their names confused. Yes. And Wes all the time, because I kept, right. <laughs> I kept getting them messed up <laughs> while we were there. Cause their damn names rhyme. But, uh, <laughs> I, I do think there's more respect than what's being shown. I think that yes, knows that Wes is, is a big fish, but yes, does got a win of his own. He has a regular season win and an all-stars win. And you know, those things, those things fucking count. So I, I, I like the way that it was wrapped up. Um, you know, this kind of, of elimination, it was good. It was, you know, it has some physicality to it, it has some aggressiveness to it. And the two competitors had a reason to be in there against each other. Those components make for great eliminations, even though I think this would have been better as a pole wrestle. You know, I thought that we got a lot of bang for our buck when it came down to this. How, how did you feel about it? Um, honestly, I was like, oh my God, somebody check Wes. I think, or yes, I think he has a concussion. Because <laughs> he just getting thwack, thwack, thwack. Just every other move, he was getting hit in the face. If he had, because Wes did it really smart, where he's like, "I was waiting for him to talk. I know where he's at." Boof. Yeah, you and know, he was giving up his whole. He was giving up his location the whole time. Um, <laughs> and why was he strategy. when he was humping the thing? He's like, "I'm humping the wall. I'm humping." Really? That's this. Like, wow, yeah. you're tired. You need to go. <laughs> <laughs> exactly and it, and it still shows that he's kind of new to this uh elimination aspect of it uh would love to see yes back i believe he is a great um um well-rounded competitor and even though i think some of that good guy shit is bullshit um you know i think it brings a interesting aspect to the game so hopefully we can get this to continue on um, I know these things last a little bit shorter and are slightly less intense than the regular season. So hopefully we get a lot more yes and Wes, um, you know. I mean, I, I I honestly think it would be super nice. Like, I think I want him, honestly, he is too clean. He needs to start playing a little bit more dirty. If Yeah. Because the first season it was okay to play clean because everybody went into it like, Oh, you know, we're just here to have a good time. And now everybody's like, we're here for money. <laughs> so. As it should be, 100% of the time. Everybody got to play their own individual game. <clears throat> the point of alliances is so your alliance gets the furthest before you guys have to turn on each other. And eat each other. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, overall, for this episode, how do you feel about it? If you had to give it a ranking, one to 10. I wanted to. T- I, I hate the one to ten scales. Like really What's big scale. scale. Let's What's do scale one to five. Why? Why you gotta do the ten? This freaking intense. Uh, I mean, I okay. give it a solid. I, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a seven if we're doing on a scale of one to ten. And I, uh, one so to ten. So three and a half stars. 
I would four. give it a solid four. Four I stars. Give it a solid four. We we a seven? Seven doesn't equal. Well, four. no, 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 no. I know, but now you're saying now, now that we're lowering it, four, four stars. Because you're right. Four stars. It was a pretty decent episode. It had a decent amount of drama. The daily was okay. And, and the thing I like about this kind of drama, this kind of drama pu- pushes the story forward. It's not stagnant drama or drama for the sake of having drama. It's purposeful drama. And the challenge has been really, really great at that. They have been really, really bad. And at least for this season, they've been really good at um at drama that progressive drama. Well, drama that's actually forward. legitimate is what I'm yeah. looking for versus the hey, let's get a storyline going and yeah. pretend to fight. Yeah. We're gonna have to wait to season thirty eight for that. I don't even know if anyway, I'm going to be able to watch it. It's just like, I'm going to watch it you know so what? upset. We say that every year, but we never miss an episode. Ain't that the truth. <laughs> I'm going to be over here bitching about how I miss the olden days. Bring me back to All Stars where the trauma is real. <laughs> yep. yep. We're going to bitch and moan the whole time and never miss a fucking second of this. So over, Big Brother. Are you excited for it. the for the challenge documentary? We get a sneak peek during the uh, MTV Music Awards, which I won't be fucking watching. I'm going to wait oh. for it to come up on YouTube. So I don't yep, there. 100%. That's right. Fuck you, MTV. <laughs> Moving on. Let's go ahead and get the fuck up out of here. All right, guys. Thank you all for watching. Make sure you follow us on IG and Twitter at LWC Podcast. Follow us on Facebook and TikTok at Love War Challenges. Copy your official LWC gear at shop.lwcpodcast.com. And our website is lwcpodcast.com. Get your customizable challenge gear and accessories at shopthechallenge.com. And make sure you listen to Love War Challenges on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast app. That's going to do it for us. You guys stay safe, take care of yourself, and each other. Where the fuck about it? Good night.